into the online broadcast network. AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. AfterBuzz TV. The destination for TV superfans. Producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows. Interviewing celebrities and showrunners. And bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Bob's Burgers After Show, Season 6, Episode 2, The Landship. If you guys have not done so already, please be sure to head over to iTunes. If you're listening on iTunes, subscribe there. Leave us a rating with a review, five stars. I mean, I may be trolling for five-star reviews, but if you like it, you should give us five stars. If you hate it, give us less of that. Tell us what we can do better. And uh, be sure to leave us a review. Also, for those of you who are watching on YouTube, be sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel. And also leave us a thumbs up and leave us comments and let you know, let us know what you think. We love to uh, hear from you guys. I am Emma Fife. I am your host. You can follow me all over Twitter at Emma Fife, all over Twitter, the internet, all, all of the social media things. It's Emma Fife, which is my name. And I am joined by a fantastic panel of people this evening, right here to my immediate left. I'm Elena Jordan. Oh, look at that. That, oh, was, that was great. I'll <laughs> pretend like that was on purpose. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Elena Jordan and on Instagram at that Elena Jordan girl because I'm inconsistent. <laughs> <laughs> my name is Keith Black. I'm rather consistent. My name is Keith W. Black on Twitter, Instagram, social media, mm-hmm. websites. Doesn't matter. Yeah. What about Google. Pinterest? Do you do? You, I do Pinterest. You Keith but w. Black that's just for my wedding stuff. I like to pin uh, up the dress. That would be pretty. Yeah. You know, now like, is your is your wedding board a secret board? So well, like. I'm not gonna public I'm a, <laughs> I'm a gentleman so yes the land ship first of all when i saw this title my brain wanted to make it the last ship which i think is a tv show yeah. can anybody yeah, confirm it, or it, deny it, that it yeah <laughs> awesome great wonderful uh but basically the land ship followed the story of the land ship so it's basically established that in the bob's burgers universe once upon a time specifically back in 1812 uh, I assume during the War of 1812, a townsperson that the people unrelated, had, unrelated, that <laughs> not had nothing to do with 1812. It was some other British invasion, like that was not the War of 1812. These are different Brits, yeah. Just <laughs> they were from a different Britain. <laughs> they were from Lesser Britain, not other Great Britain. Britain. Yeah, Little Britain, Little Britain. And then we're tying in another show. <laughs> Showception, mind blown. Uh, yeah. So basically, the townspeople confused the British by moving a ship onto the land, <laughs> which caused the British to crash into the shore, and then they were able to sort of snuff them out. And we find out about all of this through an assembly. Mm. Now, as someone who grew up in New England, which is rich in American history, this fell very close to home for me. <laughs> Did either of you guys ever have uh, have assemblies where they talked about important things that happened in your town? Like, for us, it was, like, the birth of P.T. Barnum. Like, P.T. Barnum grew up in Bethel, Connecticut, where I'm from, and we just had to have, like, 
assemblies about all the great <laughs> things P.T. Barnum did? Nope, no, just me. <laughs> I was from Alabama, and they were like, our history is horrible. Done. <laughs> and then that was it. We're going to go ahead and skip over our history, guys. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. I mean, I'm from Orange County, so you can know there's, <laughs> there's, some, there's some depth when it comes to the history oh, totally. of Orange County. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So, yeah, the school is all assembled at this assembly, which they have every single year. And, of course, it's established immediately that Tina loves it. Because Tina is a good American girl, you know? That's why I love Tina. It's so funny that you said it reminded you of your growing up experience. Totally. I was watching it going, I want to go to this school (laughs) so bad. (laughs) I didn't think it was real. It is. Now I'm finding out. It's it's so totally real. Yeah, I, I loved that specific detail about this episode because it did feel so close to home for me. But basically, you know, we established that Tina really likes the story of the landship and all the rest of the students there, including her brother and sister, are like, ugh, snooze the landship. We don't want to talk about this anymore. And they get into a conversation about the nature of Tina's character, wherein I believe it was Tammy refers to her as an unsalted pretzel. I do have to say, immediately before that was one of my favorite lines oh, of the episode. Yes. They were talking about the night that it happened, yes. and they described it as humid and filled with great tension. Yes. As Jean said, just like my fart. <laughs> and I just couldn't let a fart joke. Go also, by. also at the beginning of the episode, yeah. Also at the beginning of the episode, when they were establishing everything that goes on in regards to the celebration of the anniversary of the landship, they established that there is a parade, which is another thing that I grew up with every single year was we had a freaking parade for Memorial Day. It was huge. We all, huge. We all have the parade. We've all had to watch the Thanksgiving Rose Parade. Doesn't matter what part of the country. Yeah, you're in. no, but did you? But like, <laughs> literally, we had like our personal small town parade. We had That's lots phenomenal. of them. That yeah. sounds amazing. There was a Memorial Day parade, homecoming parade. They were a big deal. We made floats. We you got to ride. Up. Around. Oh yeah, yeah. And you got to ride around on the back of classic cars. It was like huge. There's nothing wrong but with that whatsoever. Steal That's your childhood. It was, it was a pretty great childhood. But anyway, so uh, they're talking about the parade and Jean says that I've been practicing my parade wave, which I thought was also fantastic. Which Keith actually um, brought up a, a point that he wanted to discuss, which was what does go into making the perfect parade wave? The perfect parade wave. Yeah. I mean, every year you've got the Miss America, you got all these gals out there competing. Isn't it like the elbow, elbow, wrist, wrist? Oh, yeah. That is a parade wave. I was going to say because I tend to go more for the royal wave, which is like just a little. Teeny thing with the hand. That's good. Slow wrist movement. Yeah. That's how you know it's good. I would, I'd put my, I'd put my hand higher, but then it would be out of frame. (laughs) (laughs) I like to go double, you know? Let them know I've been here before. All right. This isn't my first parade wave. (laughs) This isn't your first landship parade. Mine would just be this. I'd be like, I'm in the parade. (laughs) Do you see me? I'm in it. I'm here. I would go in full drab, though. I feel like I would have to wear. Yeah. If it's a parade, like Patience was her name. Yes, Patience. I would dress like Patience. Yeah. Yeah, Patience play, play, Go home. <laughs> yeah, totally. I also love that the celebratory burger was the yamship burger because it yeah. came with yams. Yep, <laughs> that was which, as you know, are very important to the history of this country. They were served at the first Thanksgiving. <laughs> I mean, I just know that it's a casserole covered with marshmallow. Therefore, it's the only casserole I can get on board with. And by that, I mean just the top part. Just going to scoop it up like a which, cupcake. Which just... is way more interesting and delicious than a 
unsalted pretzel, which is what Tina yes. was described as, <laughs> which then leads us on Tina's journey through this episode, which is basically her quest to get a little more spicy. Yeah. <laughs> but not too spicy. Not no. too spicy. No. So basically, we also establish at this assembly, because we see it on the back of one of the chairs in the auditorium, the the ghost boy that has been <laughs> appearing so all serious. over the school, which is... It, we come to find out is done by this kid Jordan who has no friends <laughs> basically yeah well because uh, and, and when Tina first discovers that he is Ghost Boy and she's talking to him about, about Ghost Boy I love that bit where she's like oh so you are Ghost Boy he's like nah it's just a thing I made up she's like oh okay because I thought it was like because you felt invisible because you have no friends <laughs> okay and nope. also it's shaped like a J yes Perfect. oh my I'm god shaped like I'm shaped like a J <laughs> no you're not your name starts with a J <laughs> <laughs> so good that's a super that's a kid who's totally afraid of scoliosis oh <laughs> 100% like, oh, no. oh totally yeah jo- I love Jordan though he's Jordan great. Kagan I think he's amazing yeah he's great I'm gonna have there will be Ghost Boy T-shirts by the end of this season. Oh I'm yeah! Certain. Oh, and I will absolutely purchase one. Oh, because there'll be some tattoos out there. <laughs> Ghost Boy tattoos. <laughs> yeah, that would be Jordan Kagan's like ultimate victory. <laughs> <laughs> it's permanent. Yeah, well, he's sort of a Banksy figure. You know what I mean? Like he goes around and he's just vandalizing the town with Ghost Boy all over the place, and. What he, what I liked about the storyline with him and Tina is that it was such a good way for Tina to sort of explore that spicier side of herself because she was doing it in this very controlled environment where it's just like this one thing that she latches onto and she's just running around town with Jordan, staying up all night, and she just turns into a regular little hoodlum. I love it. <laughs> Can we talk about how easy it is for these children to sneak out in the middle of the night? I know, they yeah. Have, they have a bell on the door that go bing, bing, and still somehow they're constantly sneaking out. And the parents, when well, they're sneaking out, they're like, yeah. oh, should we let the kids know? Yeah. <laughs> and the thing is that everyone's sneaking out. They all have their own subplots. They're focused <laughs> on that. Yeah, totally. Uh, yeah, so so Tina and, and Jordan are, are running around doing graffiti all over the town and Jordan decides that he is in love with Tina because she's the only person who talks to him. She's the only girl he's ever spent an extended amount of time with. It's love by default. Yeah. I just freaking loved that kissing subplot oh, that was, was happening. so good. It was so hilarious. Because he made the noise that a baby makes yes. when it kisses you and it just opens its mouth and puts its whole face on you. Just ho- oh my god, it was so, <laughs> so funny. I'm trying to find the exact quote. Oh yeah. You don't have when to he, cover my nose and mouth <laughs> with your mouth. Yeah, and when he, first ki- okay. when he first kisses her and admits, he's like, oh, that was my first kiss. She's like, yeah, I couldn't tell at all. That had lots of things that real kissing has in it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we've all been there. There's all, every one of us has that one person in your mind where you thought, this is going to be good. I'm excited about this. And they go in and you're like, whoa, like, where did that come from? Oh, yeah. I don't even know where you would learn that. Like, you're definitely not reading on the internet. Yeah, (laughs) I hope not anyway. I hope the internet's not teaching people to kiss like that. cover her nose and her mouth when you're going (laughs) This is crucial. Jordan, he's busy. He's busy perfecting (laughs) his art. Yeah, tagging all over The one thing he can draw. Yeah, yeah, I love it. Yeah, just the one. He only draws one thing. It's always Ghost Boy. It's true. I got this. It's good. Yep. (laughs) He's mastered the art of Ghost Boy and he is just sticking to it. Ghost Boy and kissing. It's all I liked this as a as a storyline for Tina because Tina is such a sexual character. It was really fun to see her in a very awkward 
sexual situation yeah. that was not of her own creation. Yeah. Because we all know Tina's capable of creating mm. awkward situations for herself, and this was not her doing. I mean, and speaking of the fact that this is the first time Tina being in an aggressive situation hasn't mentioned butts. Yeah, yeah. it's so true. <laughs> no butt references. That's to his butt, Jimmy Jr.'s butt. No yeah. one's butt was getting mentioned, and I thought Tina was a little lovesick yeah. with the spray painting. Well, that's how you knew that this was not going to work out. It's because yeah. Tina did not mention no. butts once. That's not there. Tina's not. Ghosts there. don't have butts. That's true. No, that's it true. Was never going to work out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that is the one ghost that that's an exception. Casker's got to Ca- be down. Oh, twelve-year-old me and Devin saw. I won't. That's a whole other. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> So Tina's really, uh, really enjoying this uh, adventure that she, these nighttime adventures that she's having, and then Jordan reveals to her that he wants to do the ultimate tag, and he's going to tag the sail <laughs> of the land ship the night before the parade, so that way that when they unfurl it during the parade, there will be Ghost Boy, which is perfect. And it's sort of canvas. It's epic. It's true. It I know he did point out. He's like, oh, it's the perfect canvas. It's canvas. Literally <laughs> yep. canvas. I mean, that would be a crime that I would full-blown argue. I'd be like, look, I'm an artist. That's a canvas. Where, where did it I go was, wrong here? The yeah. crime was on you for yeah. not previously painting this canvas. Exactly. <laughs> you just left an unwell canvas It was out. an invitation, basically. <laughs> yeah, yeah and, and Tina, of course, has her reservations about this. Because even though Tina does want to spice things up and get a little more interesting... At heart, that's not her. She's a good kid. She is. She's totally. She's totally. She doesn't want to get in trouble. No, she returns her library books three days early. Oh yeah. She goes in to renew them just to make sure that she doesn't pass over that the uh, the due date. And the librarian wouldn't even do that. That's the funniest part. Is she's getting insulted by a librarian for being too cautious and too I know. It's like, this is what you are the the staple of what that means. Yeah. Being too prudent. He's like, and you're he's so. Like, mm. Why are you doing this? This isn't even due for three days. Renewed. <laughs> just gonna stack these books until I can't see you. Yes. Yeah, so funny. <laughs> Oh, good. Tina's I'm, like, I'm just being responsible. <laughs> There's so Aww. many people I wish when you're having a conversation at the office where you just, I'm just going to slide my computer. Yes. Just like this. Yep. So I cannot see you anymore. Keep going. Well, which is, you know, part of the, the reason that I like Tina so much as a character is that she is this beautiful little weirdo. She's so and she's weird. not the butt of the joke. <laughs> no. More often than not, but uh, <laughs> in honor of Tina, I couldn't let it go. That no. Needs to be a nope. In honor of Gino, <laughs> mention the fart joke. Uh, in honor of Tina, we'll butt. point out every time the word "butt" is said on this show. <laughs> <laughs> this um, week, thirty-two. Yep. <laughs> so keep keep your butt counter going. <laughs> let us know how many times we said "butt" during the uh, the after show tonight. <laughs> we need a bell. Yes, a, a bell, butt and a, bell, and a little bucket where we put a dollar in it. Ah, uh, that'd be time. amazing. That'd be amazing. Um, yeah, that's the thing is that is Tina so often the hero and the one that has a lesson to learn on her own and also share with the rest of her family members, which I think was definitely you know the case in this episode. Oh, absolutely. Tina was the driving force for. All the mischief. I feel like she took a little bit of Louise with her going around, getting yeah. into the mischief. Doing, and yeah. She's going like, okay, what's going on? Okay. Yeah, exactly. There's a sail, a bandana. You're <laughs> you're going out late at night. Louise. You're always tired. Also, and a boy. Tina wore pants yeah, in this episode. You guys noticed that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, when they went to tag the sail. Everything's getting nuts. I know. She had chucks on, though. That was nice. I like, <laughs> yeah. I like, I like that if she's going to wear pants, she keeps it fashionable. She it's does. Low key. I love, though, when she's all upset and she's... 
crying and oh i know instead of you know gloating that now louise finally knows what it is and they immediately say well let's help let's make it better and that's i think part of why people love this show so much is because this tight-knit family yeah know have each other's back no matter what that's the thing is the family is nice to each other yeah that's absolutely (laughs) one of the things that i love the most about this show is it's a family that really does love and care about each other and even though the kids are so bizarre and have just the most delightful personality quirks and their parents are in some ways exactly like them and in other ways nothing like them they don't try to mold their kids into them and it's just about them trying to relate to their kids as they are but it always ends up having some sort of parallel like it's, this episode when oh, Bob totally. and Linda have to sneak out. Too. Right, which was very much the, the B storyline of, of this episode, mm-hmm. which involved basically the the festival, the parade for the land ship is about to happen, and they're going to bring in all of these porta potties so that people have somewhere to pee during yeah. the event. And uh, they put them in front of Bob's restaurant. <laughs> Which he is not too happy about. Much to his chagrin. <laughs> Much to his chagrin. I did like when the workers initially came in and dropped off the porta potties and they're like, hey, is that restaurant across the street good? And he's no, like, no, no it's no, terrible. It's terrible. <laughs> they're like, all right, guys, lunch is in 10. We're going to eat at that pizza place across the street. Bob's like, I just told you it was awful. You should eat here. They're like, no, man, we're not eating a restaurant with porta potties in front of it. That's gross. That's yeah, filth. <laughs> Not animals. Yeah. So so Bob and Linda and Teddy all make a plan because they can't convince the actual company to move the porta potties that in the middle of the night they are going to sneak out and they themselves are going to move the porta potties. Mm. Which is I, I, what I love about it is the situation that Bob gets onto the phone to try to remedy the situation prior to their right, 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 totally. And he's calling it, "Ma'am, ma'am, you calling me, ma'am? No, man, I'm sorry, man. <laughs> like, I can't tell you how many times I've like talked to somebody that wasn't so on the phone, or when he called, I think he called uh, Jimmy it was an idiot, or he called him dumb, or yeah, Jimmy Pesto, and. He's in a situation where I've been on the phone and I've been talking to somebody on the phone and then I segue over yeah, and I'm talking yeah. to somebody in the house and I'm like, you knocked that off to like a cat. And then they're like, excuse me? I'm like, oh, no, not you. You no. keep doing what you're doing. <laughs> yeah. Don't put me on. Don't try <laughs> to do for me. Oh, hold. Oh, but I love, too, that this show has, because the little Easter eggs are always my favorite. I love that because it had two distinct storylines, had two distinct burgers. It did. Yeah, one. yeah, yeah. They, for Bob, when they went over to his storyline had the you can't fight City Hollow <laughs> burger because it comes on a hollow roll. bread, yeah. <laughs> that yep. was the bread. That was the That's bread. The bread. Yeah, previous to recording this, Elena was like, I had to look up how to say this bread. <laughs> I wanted to make sure I said it right. You said it right. And Holla. they've been waiting in suspense to oh find my. out what the bread reference and would be. And now we know. It was worth it. I, I also loved it. I also loved You roll with it? I also loved be a great baker. In, uh, in this episode, in this storyline how they were going to dress all in black to go move the porta potties. And Linda, the only black clothing she owns is like a black cocktail dress. I want to do a smoky eye. And he's like, not Linda, you don't need makeup. So good. She wants to look good. If she's going to go to jail and get a mugshot, I'm totally for Linda where I'm like, I'm going to look good in my mugshot. No, but my favorite part about this whole scenario, however, was that... uh, Teddy was assisting them with this, did not dress in black, and was there with his bright yellow truck. 
and just yelling at each yeah. other loudly. But he left on <laughs> a good note. Back up. He did, he did, yeah. Compliments yep. his dress. Yep. Like, I like your dress. And gone. <laughs> yep, love like, it. Yeah, that is a friend. Um, but, so eventually, you know, the, all the storylines converge with the actual landship parade, which I just have to call something out because it was amazing. When uh, Jean and Tina and Louise are all painting over the sail, because, again, it goes back to, you know, Jean and Louise see that Tina is upset and they come to her aid and so they all go and they paint over the ghost and Gene's kind of keeping watch to see how the progression's going with the reenactors <laughs> and uh, and he's like okay alright they're all they're just kind of they're standing around eating snacks oh no they're fifing they're fifing <laughs> towards us <laughs> which being someone whose last name is Fife spelled differently uh, that's F-I-F-E mine's F-Y-F-F-E I oh, very much appreciate it. I that. laughed out loud <laughs> thinking about you <laughs> not you. even realizing how much of the rest of this episode was just like this one's for Emma it was this episode was partially based on my own life <laughs> I feel in many ways I need Somebody a gene best gene based episode to be like <laughs> more like my life totally. I can relate yep. I'll take Louise any day of the I love week. it any day I love of the it. week yes. it's not even yes. a question I'll wear bunny ears that day I like it totally I, I'm gonna hold oh, you to that, by I, the way. Oh, I'll rock the bunny ears. And I loved that when they walked outside and they were all in their pajamas, she has bunny ear slippers yep. that go with the yes. bunny yep. ears on her head. And I'm yep. like, okay. you're pulling it together. That's an outfit, girl. Oh, it yeah. It runs in the family. It's not just Linda. No. <laughs> nope. I love it. They've all got style. So everybody goes to the parade. Uh, we find out, of course, that they have successfully painted over the sale. Uh, my favorite moment of the whole episode possibly besides the fifing thing was uh the end of the Tina and Jordan storyline when she's standing with him he's like you were my first love and my last love and Tina's like Jordan I'm sure someday you're gonna meet a great girl who doesn't care about good kissing or the law or anything <laughs> And then just immediately, there's another girl. Like, She's like, "Oh, I didn't think okay. that was gonna happen." That fast. yes, <laughs> it was so good. Anytime My Sunday favorite day. part of the episode is always what is gonna be in the abandoned building next yes! time at the beginning. And this one was resisting arrest, sleep therapy, and I was like, "Oh, you pun master!" I know. <laughs> I also I also love friends. when the porta potties showed up. They recommended he's like you could put it in front of the building next door. It's there's there's nobody in there right now. It's for rent. They're like yeah, you could move your restaurant. But <laughs> I was like no, I can't just move my restaurant. Which the porta potties moral of the story ended up being a good thing because everybody was going there to use them and seeing the restaurant and immediately going in and buying them. <laughs> Yeah. Well, they started selling down the line. Yeah. They made it like a order down the line <laughs> yep. thing, which is smart. But also, what if it's your turn and you're still eating a burger? Just uh, bring it in. Gross. <laughs> you all know there's the difference between like the bad porta potties and the good porta potties. And when Tina was in there having her tantrum, letting yeah. them know that she spoiled Bonnie and Clyde, yeah. which she <laughs> said was absolutely giving a spoiler about. It. I didn't <laughs> see it, and I'm like, well, dang. Oh, <laughs> thank you, Tina. I've seen uh, it. <laughs> I, I feel the pain. But she was washing her hands in there, so you can tell that's a nice porta potty. They could have had the old dingy ones that are placed out front. Like, no, yeah, nobody likes that. Yep. Any final thoughts before we uh, put a stopper to this episode. I don't know what that was. We're just going to end this episode. <laughs> a little no vacancy a little sign up. Yeah, door. we're going to just put a little no vacancy sign up. Final. I'm excited to see who gets the next Focus episode. Yeah! That's great. I like this that. was a Tina episode. I mean, I would be Louise. You give me some Louise or Linda. <laughs> give me Louise or Linda. I'm I do love happy. Linda episodes. Uh, and just as one final thought, this season of Bob's Burgers is currently at 100% on Rotten Tomatoes, or hey, it was hey, as of which yesterday. Which is probably why they've officially announced season seven, seven. and eight. <laughs> yeah! Woo! It's such a good show. It's so good. Love it. All right. So, 
People, where can we uh, find you on the internet? Oh, Keith, you can find me at KeithWBlack.com <laughs> or KeithWBlack on Twitter. Oh, awesome. Elena. You can find me on Twitter at Elena Jordan and on Instagram at that Elena Jordan girl. Oh, Emma. <laughs> find me on Twitter and Instagram at Emma Fife. Also, be sure to check out all of the other shows we do here at AfterBuzz TV. We do after shows for pretty much every show on television, so if you like a TV show, you should check it out. You can follow everything AfterBuzz is doing at AfterBuzz TV. It's great. Uh, also, be sure to tune back in next week right here for another episode of the Bob's Burgers After Show, and if you guys want to share any thoughts with us via Twitter, you can use the hashtag ABTVBobsB. Thanks so much for joining us, guys. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.